Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and success strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Ball. Thank you for being with us. The segment is brought to you by BuyProxy.com. It's a new listing service, so if you're looking for properties or marketing properties, you probably want to have a thorough search, so check them out. It's B-I-P-R-O-X-I.com. Well, today we're talking about the office market, and uh, it's certainly been interesting with the economy uh, changing kind of before our eyes, it seems. Uh, some people think we're near the end of the cycle, but things seem to still be going well. well. Let's see what's going on in the office market. Please welcome my guest. It's Barbara Denham, and she is senior economist with Reese, and she's joining us on the phone. Barbara, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, Barbara, you've, you, you guys are finishing up the first, first quarter results for the office market around the country. And uh, uh -huh. I think we're all curious you know, how the office market's really performing because we hear that companies are using less space and uh, people want flexibility and shorter leases. Uh, what do you see out there? Uh, yeah, we definitely see a lot of that. Uh, it has been a persistent trend throughout this expansion. Uh, we're just not seeing tremendous office leasing or office absorption growth like we did in previous expansions. So the vacancy rate fell a whopping 0.1% in the quarter <laughs> to 16.6 from 16.7. And that's, think about this, nine years into this expansion and the vacancy rate has not fallen below 16% at all. Uh, it has stagnated there. Of course, there's some markets that are doing better than others. But overall, you know, this time in, 2000, in the 2006 expansion, the vacancy rate was 12%, and in 2000, it was 9.5%. So this is really a changed uh, office climate. Yeah, that's interesting. And what do you see rate-wise? It seems like uh, uh, we, we're headquartered in Atlanta. It seems like we've seen really good rate growth compared to our historic numbers. What do you see overall around the country? Uh, the office rent growth is um, not stellar either. It grows about 0.4%, 0.5%. Most quarters, that's what we saw in the first quarter, about an 0.5% growth. So it's growing at a slower rate than inflation. Uh, I think in 2015 and 2016, we saw some pretty healthy growth rates of about 5% year over year. Uh, but it really slowed in 2017 and 2018 uh, to about 2.5%, uh, 3% year over year. Uh, right now, it's really trailing even lower than that. So we're seeing it rent growth. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an average, it's a national average, so it takes into account healthier markets like New York and the West Coast and um, some of the unhealthy markets, mainly in the Midwest and the kind of North Atlantic suburban markets. Yeah, so where are some of the strong growth market cities uh, around the country where they're well, seeing good job growth? Um, most of the, I can tell you, like, in terms of, like, occupancy and, and rent growth combined, most of the growth we're seeing is in the West Coast, some in Texas and in Florida. Uh, Austin in particular is really strong. San Francisco, Las Vegas, Tacoma, um, even Raleigh-Durham, Orlando, Seattle, and, and C San Diego. Those are some of the better markets in Charleston, North Car uh, South Carolina. The weaker markets where it's uh, flatter, even negative occupancy and rent growth is, are markets like Knoxville, Wichita, Fairfield County, Connecticut, Milwaukee, Hartford, New Orleans, Long Island, you know, smaller, non, you know, n none of the big markets are hurting. 
Yeah, well, that's interesting. Well, what about the jobs report? Seems like we've been getting good news. Uh, what do you see out there, and how might that impact the office sector performance? Um, well, uh, job growth is healthy. Uh, certainly, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not as healthy as it was in the boom years in the past. But I, I would argue even that a 2% growth rate year over year is, is, is really healthy. And uh, many of the markets are growing at about that pace. Certainly Atlanta is. Um, but there's the total job growth, and then there's the office employment growth. And the office employment growth is not as strong as the total growth. Uh, but some markets are doing better than other. The ones that have a, a big tech component to them, again, like Austin, San Francisco, uh, uh, Seattle, certainly, and San Diego, uh, San Jose, all have strong office employment growth. But again, the Midwest and some of the northwest, northeast areas and South Atlantic areas aren't seeing quite the same office employment growth. And yet some of them are seeing strong tourism growth or tour, uh, healthy um, health care, transportation, and warehouse growth. So Overall, of the 82 primary metros that we are tracking, every single metro shows positive year-over-year employment growth, except for Lexington, Kentucky, which was uh, flat. But when we look at just the office component, we see about nine or ten metros that show an office employment decline year-over-year. But, of course, it's, it's a small decline, but it's, it's still a noteworthy decline. Yeah. And it seems like there's not been a lot of new supply. What do you guys see for new supply, and then, and therefore, what do you expect moving forward for performance throughout 2019? Uh, yes, that's a very good point. The good part about this economy, and it's, it's again, striking and confounding, is that we have not seen the development that we've seen in the past. So even though occupancy growth has not been that stellar, supply growth has not been very high either. So it's a healthy balance, except we're not seeing any drop in the overall vacancy rate. That said, we're probably going to add more inventory in 2019 than we have in any year uh, since uh, 2000. Um, there's definitely a pickup in supply, but it's not major. So uh, maybe a 50 million uh, new inventory we show coming online this year, up from about 42 million square feet last year. And that's really concentrated in a handful of the bigger cities, including, uh, you know, like San Jose and San Francisco, certainly New York. New York is seeing a lot of office construction, uh, both in our Hudson Yards, our brand-new neighborhood, and then in Brooklyn. Uh, but you're seeing a lot on the West Coast. Yeah, and New York's a strong market, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and I should say Dallas, Austin, and mm -hmm. um, Texas are, are doing pretty well, too, a lot of construction there. Yeah. And you guys track uh, the performance of a lot of the sectors uh, around the country and then also uh, cap rates. So if you look back at the office market, you know, to kind of gauge what investors think about the office market, what do you see for a trend line if you look at the cap rates throughout last year? And, uh, what, what have they been doing? What are they showing? Uh, cap rates are okay in the office market. Mm -hmm. Certainly they aren't what they were um, by historic standards. So they're in the like uh, the overall averages in the 6.6 to 7 percent range. So it's lower than it was like in 2010, 2011, but it's not quite as low as it was in 26, 2006, 2007 when it was like in the low six percent. Uh, what we like to look at is the spread between the uh, cap rate and the 10-year Treasury rate, and that has stabilized uh, most years 
except recently the 10-year has increased slightly more than the cap rate has uh, slightly declined. So the, the margin on office cap rates is actually getting squeezed. So that spread has narrowed just a little bit. It hasn't narrowed quite to the extent that the apartment market has uh, narrowed. That, that squeeze there is very tight. Um, so I would say the office cap rates uh, have fallen a bit, but, uh, you know, they had risen in 2016, 2017. So it's not, a, it's not as uh, stellar as it had been. And certainly the spread is not nearly as tight as it was, say, in 2006, 2007, when the office market was uh, much stronger. The spread between the 10-year Treasury rate and the office cap rate was a lot narrower. Barbara, when you look at the overall economy and what's going on, we have an election year next year. You know, we've got good job growth. And you look at all the economic factors. What do you think we should expect for the office marker market moving forward, both in, in performance and, and maybe cap rates? What do you think could happen? Uh, I think we should expect uh, more of the same. I mean, this is a very long expansion. But the good thing is, because we have not grown at a super robust rate, we have kind of grown at a balanced, healthier rate. And because it's been lower, and there hasn't been a lot of herd mentality and overdevelopment, overinvestment, or overspeculation, I think it's a sustainable rate of growth. So our outlook is positive. Slightly, slight deceleration going forward over the next two years, um, three years even, but uh, still positive growth. And if that's the case, and I'm you know, unless we have some kind of what we call an exogenous shock, like a war, some, some real crazy uh, event that we cannot foresee, we really should grow at this rate, and it would by far be the longest expansion uh, in, a, in, in, in history. Right now, the longest expansion in terms of job growth is uh, in the 60s. We saw 108 months of job growth, and already we're up to 102. So I think... Um, I think this, this expansion will definitely go down as the longest, if not the, the strongest, definitely the longest. Yeah, yeah, that's good news. Uh, I like a nice, steady, safe uh, growth. And, and how much of that, Barbara, is because of uh, rising construction cost? Is, is that part of what's making uh, developers kind of temper their, their development flow? Uh, not for the office market. I think overall there's not a huge demand for office space, I mean, with the vacancy rates in most markets above 15%, it's hard to, you know, get get developers and lenders uh, interested in building office space. And most of the new office construction is built to suit. So there's very little spec office uh, construction out there. I think the construction cost is a real thing, and it certainly will affect uh, office lending going forward, although a lot of the uh, construction uh, we expect has, has already started or is already planned. It is affecting the apartment market a lot more so, though, because the, we have a housing uh, affordability issue, and a lot of markets, uh, the, 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 the high rents can't get that much higher, uh, and yet construction costs are so high that builders are going to have a hard time building uh, if they can't make a return. Uh, so I think that the, the construction cost issue is not necessarily an issue in the office market, but certainly in other parts of the economy. Okay. Well, Barbara, what would you leave our audience with respect to the office sector moving forward? Any opportunities or maybe things to uh, be careful about? Uh, I think the opportunity is probably in the kind of transportation-oriented oriented, uh, orient development. So, um, you know, I think there is a demand 
for uh, jobs and um, uh, office space near major transportation hubs. We're starting to see that a lot in, say, suburban Virginia. Uh, Not coincidentally, that's where Amazon's going to build uh, one of its headquarters. So I would say uh, if you're an investor, you might look at that kind of a component because I think by and large, people really don't want to drive to work. They'd rather take public transportation. And uh, I think there's uh, going to be more and more demand for that going forward. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of us are tired of spending so much time in our our vehicles. (laughs) Well, Barbara, great information. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. All right. And if you'd like more information, uh, check them out at Reese. That's R-E-I-S dot com. Stay with us. We'll have more on the U.S. office market. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com commercial agent success strategies incredible training for commercial agents visit commercialagentsuccess.com BOMI International for facilities and property management education visit BOMI.org buyproxy.com your global commercial real estate listing service visit buyproxy.com Red IQ turning multifamily data into actionable intelligence visit RedIQ.com